from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. I mean, listen, we're going to consider all options. Uh, as I said before, you know, we do see the upside in basketball moving forward for all the right reasons. We think it's undervalued, and there's a chance for us to double down um, as the number one basketball conference in America. But football's the driver, and we all know that. Um, but, you know, we're, we're exploring all options and all considerations at this point in time. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Yeah, hi, Brett. Um, just wanted to clarify on the comment you made when you talk about a brain refresh. Um, could you elaborate a little on in terms of what's on the table and, and would that potentially include renaming the conference? No, a refresh is just taking the current visual identity and just contemporizing it and modernizing it. Um, we're, we're not changing our logo at this point in time, um, but how do we showcase it maybe with different colors and different applications? So it is a refresh. Uh, it's not a logo change and certainly not a name change. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome John Morris Show on a Tuesday. We're glad you're with us. Commissioner Brett Yormark in the open really espousing the uh, benefits of the basketball part of the Big 12 Conference. There's some things happening there. I mean, the commissioner keeps talking about it, Aaron, and there's some things happening there. He doesn't – there's no fluff in his interviews. Right. You know what I mean? There's there's no wasted comments. So when he keeps talking about basketball and how important it is, even though he always throws in, we know football drives the train. Sure. He's – that means it's really important and it's really high on the priority list. And you're right. I think something's going to happen too. It's uh, when he was talking about how undervalued he thinks it is, which I've always thought that. Yep. Like I know, obviously it's not worth as much as football, but like to be valued, like what is it? Like maybe 10%, I don't, 15%? I don't know what they would value. I, I don't really want to guess. I would, you mean now, the way it is valued now yes. compared to football? It can't be more than about 20% of the contracts, can it? You might be right. I, I would. Yeah. I, I don't agree with that, but no, and, you might and, be right. And I don't think it's. I think it's incorrect. Yeah. From as far as if you look at viewership and things like that, and obviously he does too. Yeah. And he's looking to change that with the next media rights, uh, media rights negotiations. I think uh, administrators would look at it as football drives the conference contracts. Basketball success gets rewarded by the NCAA tournament. Absolutely, and. That's going to continue to grow. Yeah, uh, the payouts will continue mm-hmm. to get bigger and bigger. And if some people get their way, which, and I know one of them actually is Coach Drew, I believe. I hope it doesn't happen, but it could be expanded to even up to 124 oh, teams, which yeah. I think would be, I think would be ridiculous, and I think would really, really negatively affect it. But I just, I don't know. I think there's enough teams right now. I think mm-hmm. I, I just don't think it needs to be watered down anymore. But pretty good thing right now. It is. It yeah, is. It's yeah. pretty close to perfect. And then they added the playing games, and right. I was kind of like, ah, but they're fun. And right. those teams have made some deep runs. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, but 
I don't think adding more teams is the answer. That all that being said, the popularity and uh, what basketball is worth to the conference is only going to go up, and he knows that. Yeah. So that's the commissioner talking basketball in the open. Uh, we'll hear from Baylor women's basketball coach Nikki Collin coming up today. She met with the media earlier today. Uh, always fun to visit with her. So many topics to uh, to cover with her here early in the summer. She's got her team back. They are practicing. So we'll hear from Nikki Collin coming up in a bit. Also, uh, baseball, we'll check in, visit with Chuck Lamondola. does play-by-play for TCU Baseball. And uh, TCU headed to the College World Series. They'll open play against Oral Roberts later this week. So we'll visit about the uh, great late season run by the Horn Frogs. Yeah, they they have a date with Cinderella in the in the first game of the College World Series. Oral Roberts has been unbelievable as a four seed. They were in a all the regions are tough, but theirs was really really tough. They came out of that, then they win the super regional at Oregon in what was just an amazingly great super regional, and now onto the College World Series against a TCU team that. Was picked to win the Big 12, really struggled during the regular season, finished in the middle of the pack, and but they always had the talent, which is why they were picked to win the Big 12 yeah. preseason. And they got it together at the right time, and they were playing great baseball and, and showing why people thought highly of them before the season started. Yep, so we'll talk uh, TCU baseball with Chuck coming up in just a bit. Texas, uh, not going to make it to Omaha. What a <laughs> tough end of their season last Brutal. night. Oh. You, you know me. We were, right. I, you I, even feel sorry for him, I right? I do. Yeah. I do, especially and especially the right fielder. Um, a great player. And to have the game end like that when you lose a fly ball in those lights, and I don't even blame him. That happened twice against A&M wow. in the regionals, yeah. and it cost A&M runs both times. It apparent, I think it has something to do with the 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 field. It's sunken. Well, it's called the sunken diamond, right? And then for a reason, it is below you know regular street level, and uh, apparently that is a factor there. I didn't know that till you told me about A and M having two issues last weekend. Yeah, and I didn't know that until obviously I read up on it after yeah. after the ball was dropped last night. But it is a thing. It's happened before, and it it's happened in these uh, NCAA games. Like I said, against against the Aggies, and it it cost the Aggies runs both times. So mm. it's not the first time it's happened, and apparently it has obviously something to do with the field. If you play at Stanford, you're used to it, and you pick them yeah. pick the balls up, obviously pretty well. But visiting teams that have never played there or only played there maybe once are having trouble, and uh, it cost Texas a trip, maybe a trip to the College World Series. You don't know if they would have sure. eventually won, but. They lost because of it, obviously. 6-6 six, six game, ninth inning, uh, two outs, bottom of the ninth inning, and uh, pop fly, routine pop fly uh, between center field and right field. Eric Kennedy, uh, the center fielder, Dylan Campbell, the right fielder, they're both there, and they lost the ball. Both of them lost it, and uh, winning run, Alex Rios comes, Alberto Rios comes around to score. 7-6, final score. That's the way the game ended. So really tough. I mean, if you watch the Texas pitcher, um, I think it was Lucas Gordon who was in on the mound. If you watch him, uh, the guy swings, pops it up, he points, he's walking to the dugout. He thinks we're headed to extra innings. It was very reminiscent of, it reminded me a lot, and I I think of when Nelson Cruz, I mean, when that ball was hit, 
the Rangers were World Series champions. <laughs> Me and my best friend were watching, and we we started jumping up and down celebrating. And then he just goes over his head off the wall, yeah. and you're like, wait, what just happened? Yeah, just it, like it reminded me a lot of that. Um, it's just a, a brutal, brutal break for Texas. And because of it, Stanford advances. That is a tough way to have your season end and to lose it in a you know ninth inning of a super regional game, you know, and you lose seven to six. That's a tough way to have your season come to an end. And both those outfielders are out, outstanding players, yeah. especially Tim Kennedy, the right fielder who was closest to it. it. It it really is just really tough for that young man, and I feel bad for him. Like I said, it's happened before, and it's not because he's a bad baseball player or he did something wrong. It's just the field affects how visiting players yeah. can can track ply balls. Home field advantage. Absolutely. About it's, it. Apparently it's a pretty there. big one because apparently. it got him to the World Series. Apparently. All right, let's uh, take a break. When we come back, let you hear a little from Nikki Collin, her meeting with the media earlier today. Always great to visit with Coach Collin. Talks on several subjects. Let you hear that a little bit later. Chuck Lamondola will join us, play-by-play voice for TCU Baseball. They are headed to the College World Series in Omaha. Take a break and be right back from the Alan Samuels studio. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at syntexsportsfan.com. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're coming off a great used car month, and that means we need trades. Cars, trucks, SUVs, we'll pay you top dollar whether you're trading or not. But if you choose to trade, you'll get $1,500 trade assistance towards any purchase of a new Silverado. So trade with people you can trust without all the gimmicks that could save you thousands. Give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7, turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just hard beat away, McGregor. We treat you like family. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Like most of us, Ronnie Weathorn's reflecting on his dad these days. Who do you turn to for advice? When I needed a plumber, I asked my dad. When I wasn't sure what car to buy, I asked my dad. But one time, I chose my old mechanic, and that didn't turn out so well. Dad looks at me and says, what did you do that for? I could have told you not to use that guy. So what are you going to do when you need foundation repair? You better ask Dad. And Dad, if you want to be the hero, you better say, the foundation doctor. Only the foundation doctor will care for your kid's home the way you do. We never recommend work you don't need, and we offer the best products for the best value. The doctor will never be that guy. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls, the foundation doctor will make a house call. Happy Father's Day. OJs. <laughs> Welcome back. So normally, Aaron, you know this. Uh, hopefully our, our listeners know this. Fridays, Rejoin One, this spot right here is the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day. Mm-hmm. Well, in the summer, we expand that. Right. So uh, Bump One, Rejoin One, uh, when we can, the rest of the summer will be the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day, and it starts with the OJs. Great choice. How about that? One of my all-time favorite songs. That is a good one. And it's also one of those that... Now is forever tied to a movie because it was, uh, it was playing over the very in credits uh-huh. of The Martian, which really? is probably now my all time favorite movie. That's great, easily in the top five. But yeah, the the scene where they, you know, he's teaching in college and yeah. things like that, and they show everybody else yeah. after they get back from Mars. Uh, that song is playing, and it just fits perfectly. That's perfect. That is a good movie. Very good. All right, the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day. I, I think Rob is back. Remember, we told you he and his wife Shelly had been on a uh, uh, road trip following the Astros to Toronto. Uh, he's got a couple more trips coming up. They're going to Anaheim and then Denver for two more Astros uh, road trips. See, Anaheim's actually one of the few that I've been to besides really besides the Rangers. Yeah, saw uh, saw them play the Orioles, and it was Cal Ripken's farewell tour. Ooh. Ooh, so that nice. was pretty nice. He yeah. went he went over that night, but still, I got to see him play. Oh, yeah, very good. All right, so uh, there you go, Rob. Rob Sellers, Funky Bump of the Day on a Tuesday, no less. Uh, we are brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, Central Texas, two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown. That is Alliance Bank, Central Texas. All right, mentioned Nikki Collin met with the media earlier today. Uh, one of the topics they, that uh, she talked about, she was asked about, was their trip to Arlington last week. The entire team, uh, the entire 
Uh, everyone in the entirety of the program went up there to support Brittany Griner, her first game back in the state of Texas. Brittany playing for Phoenix, but also Kalani Brown and Odyssey Sims playing for the Dallas Wings. Here is Coach Colin on that meeting with BG. Yeah, no, it was awesome. I mean, honestly, like, um, told Shelby this, like, when we got back, like, it was just, it was such an awesome day. I mean, and I, I, I know it was long for our players because we were there two hours early. And, and um, as my staff likes to say, I was like the mayor of the building um, just because when you spend um, time in the W, like, you just, you get to know everyone. It's just such a small league and it's so interconnected. So, um, for me, just catching up with GMs of both teams and, and different people. But I think from BG's perspective, um, there was just real emotion. You know, I think she just is, was genuinely excited that we were there. Um, you know, so it was a really heartfelt situation. I think for our players, um, I'll use Bell as an example. I think I've, I've, I've talked about this before, but her first connection to Baylor was Brittany. You know, she said she grew up like – loving seeing her like um at Baylor and so you know I think for a lot of them they were real shy at first but as soon as um Sophia did a good job asking her a couple questions and then I followed it up with a couple questions just to get her talking and then before you knew it they were they were really engaged with her so really cool experience awesome to see Odyssey and Kalani I mean for it to be Odyssey's first game back um, and not just that, how they impacted the game. They just weren't on the on the floor. But um, Kalani's first start, um, Odyssey's played really, really good minutes for them that night. And then since then, so to see you know three former Baylor players play so well, um, you know, I, I think as much as anything, it was just it was good to see Brittany out there. You know, to be honest, like from a real personal perspective, and having coached against her and getting to know her like just really good to see her out there and be so effective like I think about you know the 500 and some days that it was between games and and how seamlessly she's been able to go out there and be productive um you know I don't think she's moving quite as well as obviously she was and I think that'll come back strength and conditioning and all that but it was pretty impressive Nikki Collin talking about the team's uh, trip to Arlington, field trip for the team. Got to see uh, Brittany Griner play up there. Another question for Coach Collin at the press conference earlier today was uh, about the early practices with her team. Yeah, I mean, it's so early. You know, we've had one week of workouts. Um, do I like us on paper? Of course. Like, I, I think, you know, if we can get people healthy, um, you know, and keep them healthy, um, I think we have really, really good depth. Um, you know, one of our focuses this summer is, you know, we, we have uh, a set of core values, you know, related to our culture. And, and maybe we've, we've just decided that we're really going to focus on one a week over the course of the summer that, as it leads up to, you know, us preparing to, to play in Italy and Greece and spend that time together. Um, so we're being really intentional about, about how we go about these workouts and, and trying to get them to connect and communicate and compete and cooperate and and you know so to really like kind of put these words and these core values into action um and so but i also think it's been a week you know i mean our everyone kind of reported by last weekend so um you know they've had three workouts four maybe now um and so mixing in individual group workouts you know and and really I think the big thing for us is is getting them to compete and and grow over the course of the summer. But but yeah, I mean, I, I really like our talent. 
you know, but it, it takes time for, you know, kind of all of that to, to work its way out. But, but I do think that the depth creates competition and competition makes people hungry. And, and, you know, so you, you've got to be, you got to be on it. You know, if you don't show up, there might be someone that, that takes those minutes where in the past, you know, maybe you were able to be comfortable because we didn't have that same depth. All right, one more from Coach Nikki Collin. Uh, question is about the new Big 12. How does she like the new makeup of the league? Um, does it matter if I'm not? Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, I mean, the beauty of 10 was that it was double round robin and, you know, you knew you were going to have kind of a true champion. I think anytime you get to an unbalanced schedule, which is every other league in the country, um, so it's not like it's not normal. Um, but I think that's the unique challenge is the, the imbalanced schedule. Um, uh, yeah, obviously very aware um, of the four teams. I knew the coach that, you know, retired a year ago at BYU because he was coaching out there when I was in the Mountain West at Colorado State. Um, so the new coach just met her. Um, she had coached AAU and had coached her daughter and so had seen her but not didn't know her. But obviously know Satya um, really well and, and Katrina Merriweather um, going back to, to when her dad was a huge AAU influence with the family out of Indiana and Katrina played at Cincinnati and so um, and then Huey. I mean we played we played Houston a year ago in Cancun and so very, very familiar um, with all four teams, less so maybe BYU. Haven't watched them as much recently. Um, but a couple of years ago, even when I was uh, in the W, we were all kind of following uh, their really, really good team when they had um, Shaylee Gonzalez was there, you know, and she looked like she was going to be a pro kind of coming up. So um, don't know stylistically as much how she plays, but we'll know very well by the time that, that we, we do play them. Nikki Collin, again, meeting with the media earlier today, a variety of topics wide-ranging here in the summer practices underway and uh, or what they can do right now in the summer practice, but then they'll get that extra work. She mentioned the overseas tour to Greece and Italy coming up later in the summer. They'll get those extra practice days uh, leading into that tour. So, Aaron, that's always been big, you know, for Coach Drew and, and for uh, women's basketball, I'm sure the same. When you get those extra practices especially with a lot of new faces on your team, it just gives you that great uh, bonding um, opportunity for your team. Yeah, it's it's always been important, but it's especially important now with the transfer portal, like you yeah. said, and, and working in new players. They've got four new faces coming in that, that have to you know, learn how to work with the, the players that are already here. They're all talented, but you got to get that chemistry working and uh, – That'll give them time to do that. Yep, very much. So great to hear from and visit with Nikki Collin, Baylor women's basketball coach, earlier today. Take a break. When we come back, uh, let's check in in Frogland. TCU baseball headed to the College World Series. We'll talk to the play-by-play voice for TCU baseball, Chuck Lamondola. That's straight ahead. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. DMRA at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I had my dog Bubba Tank washed yesterday. They had to come pick him up in a little bitty wagon and wagon him up to the bus. Yes, because now not only do we fix foundations, but we wash dogs too. Yeah, kind of. I got tired of people postponing me for my dog washing, so I built one called Bubba Tank's. MobileGrooming.com. It's just mobile grooming, but Bubba Tank's on the side of my bus. He's my English Bulldog. So if you have any questions about your foundation or concerns or you just need a dog wash, give us a call. 254-235-4922. We got a different phone number for the dog. I don't know. I just wanted to say my dog got clean. He was all furry and happy. Or fixitjimmy.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 48 months, or save $300. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Strike up the mariachi and get to the ballpark Saturday, June 17th for Mexican Heritage Night when the Rangers host the Blue Jays. The first 15,000 fans will get a special Mexican Heritage Rangers cap courtesy of Coca-Cola. After the game, head next door to the CBD Kratom backyard for music, dancing, and micheladas at Viva Texas presented by Viva First Bank. It'll be una fiesta más grande. Find tickets and details at rangers.com slash Mexican Heritage Night. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Now 
back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, ESPN Central Texas, and pleased to welcome in the voice of TCU baseball headed back to Omaha College World Series. Beginning on Friday, first game in the World Series this week or this year is TCU and Oral Roberts. And we welcome in Chuck Lamondola. Chuck, uh, welcome to you and congratulations to you. Thank you, John. Great to be here. I appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, Say back a month ago, uh, what were the odds that we would be talking uh, to you about TCU going to the World Series? (laughs) Uh, well, the honest answer would be slim to none. Yeah. Uh, if you'd ask me around. Uh, okay. And, uh, but man, it took what a, what a closing run by TCU, right? 19 of 21 and win the big 12 tournament and just continue rolling through the tournament. Yeah, really a dramatic turnaround, uh, and it was led really by an offensive resurgence. You know, the very first weekend of the year, we put up 18 against Arkansas, and we beat Vandy pretty easily, and everybody around the program was saying, wow, this team has really, you know, got it. But, um, you know, we we had a lull in the middle of the season. Most of, the, most of that was due to our pitching staff, was just uh, – uh, kind of in the shambles, and then we went in a hitting slump as well. But, yeah, I mean, things really turned around when the pitching kind of settled in, uh, and then, you know, our hitting came back around. And, you know, for the last month and a half, it's been it's been really good. Yeah, I would say really good. Was <laughs> it uh, – were there injuries in, as a part of that, or was it guys just, you know, needing to get going and they finally got going? Well, I think it was a combination, but – but for the most part, you know, in the beginning of the year, we were counting on Kansas transfer Ryan Vanderhey to uh, to pitch well. He did the first week or two, and then he kind of went in a slump, and it turned out he had an injury. Uh, and so that's why he, you know, struggled a couple of times uh, in, his early, in his early starts. And it really wasn't until our freshmen became part of the rotation, Cole Klecker, uh, Luis Rodriguez, who is um, – unfortunately hurt right now for us, but uh, he, he became a big part of our weekend rotation during this stretch run. Uh, those guys kind of really took it and ran with it for us. And we've been led both offensively and defensively by our freshmen. I mean, it's been surprising. Uh, Carson Bowen behind the plate, Anthony Silva uh, at short have been offensive stalwarts the entire season. Um, Klecker, Ben Abelt out of the bullpen has been our best and most reliable arm out of the bullpen. So it's, it's been, I think the growth of the freshman class really is what has happened to us over the last month. That's, that's changed the uh, trajectory. Really impressive. One of the, uh, I guess the older guys for you is a guy we know well here in Waco. It's Trey Richardson transferred from Baylor to TCU. Uh, I should say power hitting Trey Richardson, man, the way he played in that <laughs> regional against Arkansas. Yeah, he's been terrific, and he's really uh, – the other thing that's happened, and, and he's a real – he's emblematic of it, he took a leadership role. You know, early on after transferring from Baylor, I think he was reluctant to maybe step on, you know, Braden Taylor's toes as a leader or step on Curtis Burns' toes and, and grab that leadership role. But, you know, you've probably been around Trey. You know, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a real outgoing kid, 
uh, competitive kid, and really has good leadership skills. And, uh, you know, about halfway through, he started to really kind of assert himself. So if you watch our games now, if the pitcher gets in trouble, rather than any of the coaches going out to the mound, it'll be Trey who will run to the mound and talk to the pitcher and try to settle him down or, you know, tell him, hey, let, don't worry about it. Let's get the next guy or whatever. Um, but he, he's been phenomenal. He, he, he and, you know, Austin Davis, who transferred from West Virginia, have just seamlessly found their way um, into this lineup. And um, the, the other thing that's happened, and Kirk Sarlos has talked about this over the last couple of weeks, the team really has bonded um, over the last month. They really have come together. I think a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, Trey starting to really kind of uh, become more of a more of a vocal leader for this club. Yeah, he's played well. What was the game he had? Uh, did he have eleven RBIs, two grand slams in that one win over Arkansas? Yeah, he had a grand slam in the first inning to get us going. Yeah, and then he came up the next inning and hit another grand oh, slam, and, and then he hit a two-run homer a little bit later on, just for good measure. Good grief! What a so, game! Yeah, I mean, by far and away, um, you know, a career day for him and. Set a, set a record for most RBIs in the game or tied a record for most RBIs in the game. He's the first Horn Frog to hit three homers in a game since, uh, I think, 2012 or 13, somewhere back there. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, was an, it was an impressive, impressive game for Trey. Yeah, he tied the record that Shea Langlier set a few years ago for Baylor out, in, uh, out at Stanford. Um, Chuck, what about it, it? Would you say that the way the Frogs are playing right now is the way that people thought they would play all year when they were picked uh, to win the Big 12 in the preseason? Yeah, I, I think so, John. I think that, that a lot of people in the beginning thought that this is the team that would be there from February 15th on. And it just wasn't the case, you know, for, for a bunch of reasons like we talked about. Right. But yeah, I think that this is the team that. Uh, everybody thought, and and quite frankly, and I'm not just saying this because I do TCU baseball, but uh, it's a team I wouldn't want to face right now. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I would say really one of the. I mean, everybody, the eight teams that are left, they're all really good, but uh, I'm not sure there's any that are hotter than TCU right now. Would you agree with that? Yeah, uh, you know, maybe Wake Forest would yeah, be the only true. one I can think of true. that might be on the same level in terms of. Um, uh, being a, you know very hot, but yeah, I mean, I certainly uh, you know I think Arkansas, you know, Dave Van Horn was at the end of it. He said people were questioning him about the series, and he said, you know, you're not giving TCU the credit they deserve. That team is really, really good, and they are playing great, great baseball. They beat us. It wasn't like we lost any of these games. They just beat our brains out. So, um, yeah, you know, it's all clicking on uh, on all cylinders right now, and. I'll tell you a funny story. I don't know if you've read this or heard this, but right about the time we were dead in the water, which was when we came back from West Virginia, and then we lost two out of three to Texas, uh, Coach Sarlos said, hey, we're not going to – you guys seem to be worried about all kinds of things besides playing baseball. So, you know what? Kind of as, pu- as punishment, he said, we're going to play the game – we're going to play today – with our uh, batting practice jerseys on. So we're not even going to wear our uniform tops. Well, they have not taken those batting practice jerseys off since then. Really? <laughs> yes. It's worked. Yeah. We've played every game with those batting practice jerseys on. 
And of course, you know, baseball players is the more we kept winning, the more the players were like, no, we're not putting anything of else on it. <laughs> we looked pretty ragged on some of those TV games. <laughs> That's a great story. That is great. Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So uh, it's working well for TCU. Chuck Lamondola, our guest, he calls play-by-play for TCU Baseball, headed to Omaha, and TCU matched against Oral Roberts in the opening game on Friday. How about that? How about ORU making it all the way to the College World Series? Yeah, and I'm really happy for them. You know, they had a really good season, and, you know, they've been good for a long time and just have never, or not in the recent past, have made the jump. Um, So I I was very happy to see them get an opportunity to um, to get to Omaha and you know they had a good, tough road. I mean they had to play Oklahoma State at you know at OSU, which is never an easy place to win, and um, you know and go on the road and, and win the super regional. So it's not going to be an easy out come Friday afternoon for us. But I know the kid, our kids are excited, and I'm sure their kids are. Uh, Really excited as well. Yeah, great matchup. That'll be fun. I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today, Jeter Baisden, about Omaha and how cool it is to be there. Um, whether your team is there or not, you know, baseball fans, I think, would all appreciate a trip to the College World Series. Uh, what have you found through the years? What do you like best about being there with TCU at the College World Series? Yeah, so this will be my sixth trip. And, um, it's funny, when I started a long time ago, 27 years ago, I vowed I wouldn't go until we went. <laughs> Fortunately, I've been fortunate enough to go. Um, it's the way that the community embraces this particular event. Um, it's a celebration of college baseball. Every restaurant you go into, there'll be you know, banners hanging on the walls for the different teams. And everybody's in a good mood because your team has made it all the way to the final eight. Um, and even if you know, you you see the opposition, everybody's happy and smiling and laughing. And it's just the, the entire Omaha community really, really does a great job of embracing the players and the coaches and the fans of each team. Uh, and it's just a celebration of, of college baseball. And because it lasts for, you know, 14 days, um, it's just a wonderful thing. You know, one of the ice cream shops will put up make special ice cream for each team. So, you know, it'll be like the purple frog ice cream. But then if TCU gets eliminated, they'll cross that ice cream (laughs) off the board. Can't get that anymore. So it's just uh, all of those things that surround the games themselves um, really make it, in my mind, um, an event. If you love college sports, if you love college baseball, it's a great great place to be. My wife loves to go. And, Mm. you know, she doesn't come to every game here at home, but – um, she's going to fly up on the weekend to, to watch a, watch a game. And um, she says the same thing to everybody that asks. She said, you know, it's just great. You, you should go once in your lifetime, even if your team isn't there. Yeah, I agree with that. That is great. Well, man, congratulations to you. Really happy for you. Uh, tell Trey we said uh, good luck, and we're happy for him also. And uh, good luck to the Frogs in Omaha. Thank you very much, John, and I look forward to seeing you again soon. Same here. I appreciate it. Chuck, thanks very much. Chuck Lamondola, play-by-play voice for TCU Baseball, and TCU opens the College World Series Friday, 1 o'clock Central Time against ORU. That's the first game of the entire World Series, and uh, TCU is there for the sixth time, as Chuck said. They were there in 2010, and then 14 through 17 made uh, four straight appearances 
Haven't been since 2017, but back this year, TCU representing the Big 12. They're waving the Big 12 banner. They're the only Big 12 school that's there this year. Yeah, and having having a heck of a year in athletics, they aren't are. they? In athletics, yeah, yes. that's a good point. That's yeah, a really good point. Played for the national championship in football, and now they will get the same chance in baseball. Yeah, that's a great point. And basketball went to the NCAA tournament also. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, really good there. All right, so uh, TCU Oral Roberts, uh, the first game on Friday. Florida and Virginia follow at 6 p.m. on Friday. Saturday, it'll be Wake Forest versus Stanford and LSU versus Tennessee. Tennessee got by Southern Miss to win that uh, Super Regional uh, that ended last night as well. Thanks to Chuck Lamondola on with us, play-by-play for TCU Baseball. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. Same ownership, same family-operated business, covering four generations. You're invited to drop by and check out their new Waco location, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6. A new store, yes. A lot more space, yes. But you'll find the same great customer service and low prices that customers expect. Check it out at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, locations in Waco and Bryan. They're open right now, Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon and 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. Remember, they deliver and unload. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Car has the trucks, man. They have the one for you. Crew cap, short or long bed, silver, black or blue. Texas size selection, great prices too. Richard Carr, he has the truck for you. Car has the trucks, man. He has the truck you need. If you want the best truck, you want a GMC. Texas size selection, great prices too. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Listen to the John Moore Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. 
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. with this final segment john morris show on a tuesday appreciate chuck lamandola being on with us if you missed any or all of that or want to share it with your uh, purple clad uh, friends aaron will have that up shortly on the web at syntechsportsfan.com or on social media at 1660 espn is where you find all of our local interviews and local shows check it out there how about this note also should have mentioned this when chuck was on with us they're, uh, they're clinching, Super Regional clinching game on Saturday uh, when they beat Indiana State 6-4. to four. They had 8,994 fans there. 89-94. That's, that's a great crowd. Now, I know that ballpark. They don't have 8,994. Right. They don't have close <laughs> to that many they're seats. They're hanging from the backstop. They were, and they were out on the, out on the berm and right. just all around. But uh, as, that's a record, a single-game attendance record for TCU. Also, the highest single-game attendance for a college baseball game on campus in the state of Texas. How about that? That's a pretty good uh, pelt to hang on the wall. Absolutely. That's bragging rights right there. Yeah. 89-94 was their crowd. They broke their attendance record uh, two days in a row, and that was the one on Saturday. All right, uh, TCU on to the College World Series, and they'll match up with ORU coming up on uh, Friday. Aaron... Matt Mosley is coming up next. What do you guys have planned between four and six today? We will talk College World Series. Hey, Shockingly nice. enough, we will talk with the head coach of Oral Roberts, Ryan Fulmer, and we will talk with the former producer of both the Matt Mosley and John Moore shows and the current host of the Locked On Horn Frogs podcast, Stephen Simcox. So we will get both sides of Friday's Opening game of the College World Series coming up today. We'll talk with the Oral Roberts head baseball coach, and then we'll talk with Stephen coming up uh, in the 4 o'clock hour, and then Oral Roberts head coach Ryan Fulmer in the 5 o'clock hour. We also have tons of uh, conference realignment and transfer portal news and campus confidential. We'll talk about the Nuggets easily winning the NBA title. Vegas probably easily winning the <laughs> NHL title tonight yeah. and much more. All right, very good. So all of that coming up. How about the Nuggets, man? They uh, they look good. That was fun to see because we were in that arena, in Ball Arena in Denver, 
with Baylor basketball back in March. That's where Baylor played in their NCAA regional. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah, realize that. Yeah, same spot. So uh, cool to see the Nuggets follow that up with a win. All right, uh, that is coming up on the Matt Mosley Show. Stay tuned for that. It is, by the way, Denver's uh, first NBA title. They were one of the original ABA teams. They were the Denver um, Denver Rockets originally and then uh, became part of the NBA, changed their name to the Nuggets, and here they are winning their first NBA title. All right, uh, birthdays today to mention to you. It is George Jensen's birthday. Not Jetson, but George <laughs> Jensen. George is retired but worked for many years at KHOU-TV in Houston. Great guy. Happy birthday to George Betsy Ferguson's birthday here in Waco. I know a lot of you know uh, Betsy. Happy birthday to her. Gary Landon's birthday here in Waco as well. And uh, let me check another list, but that may be it. Maybe short and sweet birthday-wise today. That is. That's all I've got. Aaron, who would you add to the birthday list? Ali Sheedy, star of many huge 80s movies, including... Two of my all-time favorites, The Breakfast Club and War Games, turns 61. Steve-O turns 48. Steve-O. Yeah. <laughs> we, we know what he, he's famous for. Sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll skip that. <laughs> Chris Evans, the <laughs> former Captain America, um, is 42. <laughs> Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, the Olsen twins, obviously, from... Full House are 37. Good gosh. That didn't really? make you feel 37. old. Yes. <laughs> and last but not least, Mr. Tool Time, Tim Allen, turns 70 years old today. 70. All right. Very good. Um, there was, uh, for many years, a guy who worked in the old Big 8 office and the Big 12 office, Tim Allen was his name. Tim, a great guy. He's retired now. But he would always, you know, he'd travel a lot with Big 12, and he would check in a hotel and you know, it'd be uh, name sir and Tim Allen, and he said the person checking him in would look up like you're not Tim Allen. <laughs> Thinking of this guy, <laughs> right. you know, the actor. It's probably gotten better now, but yeah, at yeah. the height of his popularity, yeah, yeah. Of when yeah. Home Improvement was the number one uh, show in the country, I, I bet that got kind of annoying. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> he said it happened a lot. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. By the way, do you know Tim Allen's backstory before he got famous? Ooh, no. He spent a few this years. Is the actor, yes, he okay. spent a few years as a guest of the federal government in, in a federal penitentiary really? for cocaine trafficking. Really, yeah. and I believe it happened in his like mid thirties, like you know, not re- super early in his life. Huh. And he got out, turned his life around, and now you know, it was obviously a world famous sitcom and movie star. But never heard that. It just, I mean, it's just one of the another one of those stories. It shows you it's never too late. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you can. You can always turn it around. So, happy birthday to Tim Allen. Very good. Hey, that's a good story. All right. Uh, we appreciate you being with us today. We appreciate Chuck Lamondola being on with us, TCU baseball play-by-play, and uh, more uh, conversation along those lines as Ryan Fulmer will join Matt Mosley coming up uh, in the uh, Matt Mosley show. Ryan, when I was looking at the matchup, uh, TCU versus ORU, I saw Ryan Fulmer, and I said, why do I know that name? He he played at Oklahoma State. Yes. Former Oklahoma State And player. I only know that because I was uh, Same looking, thing. Yeah, looking up some stuff for, yeah. the, for, for uh, the, uh, getting ready for the interview, and I saw that. He's a he's an OSU alumnus. Yeah. So now doing very well now with ORU. ORU, ORU yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, so he'll be on coming up uh, on the Matt Mosley Show. Stay tuned for that. Have you made a pick yet? 
for the uh, whole thing. For the whole thing? Yeah. Um, yes, and it was Wake Forest. <laughs> kind of went chalk there. <laughs> I'm going for Cinderella. I'm, I'm, I'm saying Oral Roberts. Well, are you? Yeah, I, I just uh, I think uh, I think they may be the team of destiny this year. I, I, I would not be opposed to that one bit. I think it'd be great to see. Yeah, and I'll be pretty. I'll be good with whoever wins that game mm-hmm. between TCU and mm-hmm. Oral Roberts because if TCU wins, then they have a chance to. Even if they lose, they still have a chance. But you have a much better chance, obviously, being in the winner side of winning a national championship, which would obviously be good for the Big Twelve. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, College World Series begins on Friday. Two games on Friday, two games on Saturday. Opening round games and all the festivities that are there. Chuck was talking about it when he was on with us, uh, just what a spectacle it is in Omaha. And um, I have only been, uh, I've been to Omaha several times, but to the College World Series once when Baylor went in 2005. And for the longest time, Aaron, that was top of my list as far as events that I'd been to, you know, following Baylor, covering Baylor, doing Baylor games. College World Series was number one. Right. It's it's still very high. I know uh, what replaced it. What do you think? <laughs> There's a couple. Uh, I would I would I would think that the men's national championship is top of that list. That would be number one. Yeah. Yes, that would that's be. pretty easy. Number one. Yeah. I can what do you think that. number two is? Because this one, the one that's that now you've number called? two, um, I would or, say it's a Baylor you... event. It's a Baylor event. See, I would say that was their covering. I would say the Big Twelve Championship against Oklahoma State. That is that is very, very high. I don't know. It may be number two. <laughs> I, yeah. It'd be close. It, it would be very yeah, very high. The other one that was up there that really supplanted the College World Series was going to New York City with Robert Griffin the third. Oh, absolutely. The Heisman, the Heisman, yeah. I mean, we were traveling with a rock star and everybody knew he was gonna win and they knew we were with Baylor and that was that was special. Yeah, and I think people, and obviously over time, it happens with everything. But, and I'm guilty of it too. You forget how special that season was. Like yeah. no one was giving him a chance until very late in the season. I remember I actually got to go with the with my family to the Texas game. We yeah. sat in the end zone. Yeah. And at the end of that game, after they scored their final, what would be their final touchdown, the Heisman chant started. Yeah. And it was awesome. <laughs> And and at that point we pretty much knew that he was going to win. Yeah, I, think I mean, so. and the early voting you could tell at first people were saying a Baylor Baylor football player is never going to win the Heisman. Then you know the hype kept building as he played incredible all year, had the big win over over Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yep, that was the, the big turning point because that was a national game, That's it. and he made that almost superhuman throw yeah. to win the game. I mean, exactly. back across his body about. 50 yards yep. with no time hardly. So, uh, yeah, that I, that was pretty special. I that can was, imagine. That, that was the Heisman moment for yeah. him, that that throw, right. that, that touchdown, that him. win yeah. over Oklahoma. The, the, the win over Texas was a nice uh, yeah. cherry on top of that yep. Sunday. But, yep. yeah, that won it for him, definitely. Very good. All right, some great events there, College World Series, very near the top of the list. It's a great uh, – there, you know, there are people – uh, Not argument, but it's a fun kind of debate to – to have in your own head, you know, what's what's the very top? Exactly. We may do that. We're starting to get a little slow here in the summer. We may do that one day in the near future. All right, we're going to move out of here for now. Make room for Matt Mosley, who is uh, warming up in the bullpen. Steph is here. Aaron will be here. And, of course, Matt Mosley will be here as well. Stay tuned. The Matt Mosley Show is up next on ESPN Central Texas. Come by. Let's be friends. Keep up with your Texas Rangers right here on ESPN.